0: Our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors. No, we can't start with them today, but we will start with College Corner. College Corner I saw the tweet, I saw the picture. Oh, I saw it.
1: First off, the worst thing that happened at the game yesterday that's not close, and that's pretty bad. Yeah, because we set through a lightning a, delay, a two, for hour two hours and
0: 14 minute uh, lightning delay. But. Poor, and poor Rob Hathaway. He's taking the, some heat in his mentions from all these old people. Like, you should just be, uh, my grandparents were still alive. I wish they were. I'm like, oh, for God's sakes. Just get some new shirts, people. Go to College Corner. Go to collegecornerstore.com. If you have somebody in your life that you, you proclaim to love, wearing a maroon is all that matters shirt, buy them a new shirt. It's time. Do it now. How are these
1: things not... Like, how are they even still together? Well, somebody made a good point together. in,
0: in, in that, that tweet thread that those look new. Like, somebody is still making these shirts.
1: Or they've just been oh, stored.
0: And, uh, also, in that thread, some uh, spammer started sending us links to how to buy the shirt. And I was just like, well, I have to block you. And, God, <laughs> I hope whatever country you live in gets bombed. <laughs> uh, I don't care if it's by America or not. Just somebody. Jeez, that seems a little harsh, but...
1: Well, hey, your I mean, hatred it, for this shirt is pretty If it ends high. an
0: illicit, maroon is all that matters, factory, so be it. Hopefully you know, everyone dodge this. Yeah. Well, oh. we'll see how that goes. Long story short, <laughs> you need to get a new shirt. You need to go to College Corner to do it. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Enriched by Fleet Feet there and Flowed by the Half Shiller. You can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. My prediction came true. I, I drove past Humble Taco, and it was buzzing, and that was great to see. Glad to see everybody back at local businesses this weekend. Hope you enjoyed some outstanding Mexican fare with Mississippi Roots. If that was your first time at Humble Taco, now you know what I've been talking about all this time. How great the tacos are and how different the tacos are. Stuff you can't get anywhere else. It'll be a few weeks before we're all back up here in Starkville, but I hope that when you you are here in our fair city, you are making a stop at Humble Taco. Looking for lunch on this uh, Sunday or maybe on Labor Day? Good idea. You just, you know, see, Labor Day lunch needs to be something easy, right? Because you're probably cooking out for dinner. So make it easy on yourself. Download the Firehouse Subs app. Grab some subs for the family. Pick them up. They're ready within minutes. And you've got free reward points. And if you order for the family, well, you've got a lot of reward points. That next sandwich is probably already free for you. Locations in Starville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo. Floyd and Madison, that's Firehouse Subs. The season has arrived. 49-23 is the final score from Davis-Wade Stadium. Mississippi State, as Robbie mentioned, fighting off a a two-and-a-half. The weather fought much harder than Memphis did uh, against Mississippi State. Two hour and 14 minutes was that lightning delay. uh, And a game that ends up uh, ending just after, after midnight. Bulldogs get the win, a dominant win, never really in doubt, Um, never any moments of trepidation for anybody. Uh, Will Rogers, sharp as always, Uh, the running game, much more involved than it has ever been under Mike Leach. Defensively, you saw a lot of really good things, but I need someone to sum it all up for me. I need somebody to put a bow on it. I know just the man for that to tell us what we really should take away from this game in Starville. Mississippi State 49, Memphis 23. Tell them, Falk! Well, yes, yes, yes. we're back.
1: We're back, baby. We are so back. We are back. The Road Warriors are back in action. Brian, I, you know, I, I know there was a time last night where you looked at me and you said, This is. This is kind of not very I'm gonna, impressive. I'm going to address that in just a minute. But I was the opposite of you. I thought it was a very impressive ball game by Mississippi State. There were some moments there towards the end where <clears> – <throat> and, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that. I thought State coasted a little bit. But to come out and emphatically just beat Memphis down in the first two and a half quarters um, and to fight through that lull there because the the crowd was energized, the stadium was electric – one of the more electric atmospheres I can remember for game mm-hmm. one. Um, and I was very surprised by that, by the way. I thought it would be 50,000 there, mm-hmm. but the atmosphere itself, it felt like an SEC. It was
0: 56. Is that what they announced?
1: I never saw the actual okay. attendance. But, I haven't seen it either. I'm sure it um, sounds, Let me look for it. It was very – I mean, it was a great crowd. The, you know, the atmosphere was electric, and State came out. There was no period in the first half where State just kind of – drug its feet right you know we we talked about starting fast and not having those bad first quarters like they did last year the state came out and just got the job done and I thought um, defense was outstanding in the first seven possessions the offense had that interception other than that thought they were fantastic the execution was was pinpoint for Mississippi State and I think that's key you know I, I said dating back to last year when we closed out the season we were doing that podcast when I was in the hotel room in Memphis after State had just gotten obliterated by Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. I told you this year, the importance of this year was to make sure that you don't have the Mike Leach experience in a negative way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you're going to have the Mike Leach experience where, he's, where he topples somebody he's not supposed to beat. Don't lose to someone you're supposed to beat. And so far, State has won and up. And they came out. This game was never in doubt from the opening possession on. When they came out and they scored on that first possession, and they got three and out on defense, the game was Mississippi State's. Um, you know, Memphis scored a couple of touchdowns in the second half. They scored one late against the second and third teamers. This was State's game from from the moment of the start to the very end, and uh, fighting through that rain delay when when the team was was hyped up and ready to go and come back out and delivering the same kind of. Um, action that they did in the first quarter, I thought was huge for Mississippi State because that game, it could have turned out like you know Auburn last year for Mississippi State, but on the opposite end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. State was up just seven to nothing mm-hmm. when they went into the delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game could have easily turned uh, with the crowd, you know, kind of tampering off a little bit. Um, I, I, f- I feel like Mississippi State did what it had to do in game one. Everybody thought this was going to be a blowout. It was a blowout. They uh, they covered the spread, and then some. So, I mean, I, I don't think that there's anything that you can be f- really upset about after watching this game. Attendance listed as
0: 54-360. That's a great crowd. And I thought the crowd was really, really good before the, uh, the rain. The rain really, it, it, it killed it because, you know, obviously 90% of the crowd did not come back to the stadium, but – but to to their credit, the and we'll talk about this a little bit. People that stayed were very into were the game. Electric. I mean, very the st- students, the students that stayed deserve a lot of kudos today. Congrats to you guys. You made that a a fun atmosphere. to only have maybe you know ten fifteen thousand people left in the stands. It, it didn't feel like that at any time. So good job by those
1: guys. I, I would have liked to have seen that atmosphere on a clear night. Yeah. You know, if that if yeah, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. no lightning. Yeah. Coming in the area, well, we'll
0: see if state can get a couple wins. Maybe we can, we can that can be replicated against uh, Bowling Green. You know, we'll if see. It's
1: not at eleven a.m.
0: I, I got a feeling on that one. That's going to be a uh, a, a tough away on ESPN. U. ESPNU. U
1: or yeah, SEC Network Plus.
0: Yeah, well, no, SEC Network Plus. I only you only have the one game, and that's East Tennessee State. So, oh, you only play on there. one That could time. be SEC Network though. I got to look at the rest of the games. I don't. I don't know the schedule for that day. So
1: we'll see. Yeah. All right apparently the uh the camera was bad in the game last night. what did you hear about that? You said something about it, and I, I mean, a lot of people were I, complaining about it. you know it was like like i looked I, should, I looked at the te- television a couple of times and it was like zooming in. this and is out. something
0: we should I should add to the things that are true, but you guys, when you ask us questions about t v and announcers and
1: so, somebody somebody is coach leach sick, how would we know and, and like or do we have an update on somebody that's hurt? no. You guys will have an update before long we do. before we do. Uh, There's just not. I mean, like, we we're in the press. We box. don't
0: know the answers. To this. But so, somebody asked us, like, what you know? We'd be like, hey, what channel have they moved it to? I don't know. I'm at the game. I'm not looking for it on TV, so I don't know the answer. <laughs> so you're always better tweeting the official MSU accounts for questions like that. That's a, just just a heads up. That's a public service announcement. All right. It's been a long time since we've done this. It's been since December. That We've been able to roll these out But I know people look forward to them And I'm glad that you do And here we are Let's do it These are the things that are true After Mississippi State Defeats amendments I have nine things that are true Nine. Nine.
1: Nine times Nine
0: Yes Number one This hurts me very much to say I don't like it But I will say it You, you, you were right You are right so we did get into, we got into a, arguments. A strong word. It's it was just st- one of our usual conversations. Yeah, it was a lover spat, but I said that I thought they were it was sloppy and I didn't like that and I felt like the game was getting away from them a little bit and you were just like no you're wrong this is it, it's fine this is not a big deal you're correct the 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 combination of were you recording me saying that I'm right that you're right? No, I was looking at a <laughs> message like, from my I, wife. I, Thank you very I got hey on the record saying that I was right. Let me get this You've on already video. done it. You're
1: doing it right I, as I, we I speak. thought
0: you wanted a video just to make sure that you didn't have like a deep fake of my, my voice or something. It was
1: my wife telling me the bread's molded, if you would like to know. Throw the bread away, Becky. Let's go. You could just pick around the parts. Oh, don't be that person. You and my wife get along. I heard that from Bob one time, I think. Uh, but he ate it straight off the table. Uh not his table. He ate the mold. It's actually yeah. got some good <laughs> it some, nutrients in it. Yeah, yeah. Um
0: anyway, the 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 big lead combined with the time of night. I mean, the human body ha- has routines, it yeah. has rhythms. You know, those guys have been in uniform, I mean, think about it. you get you put your pads on probably a good, you know, hour before the game, you get taped up and everything else. And so now you've been in pads at some point for like Seven hours, you're just that's not that's not normal. So, the comment I made on the post game show was even Saban would have had trouble keeping a team fully motivated and invested up up thirty five to three in a game where it, you know that you're not going to be done playing until after midnight. It would have been really really tough. So I don't take anything away from Mississippi State for giving up some, a couple of late touchdowns. I, I fully believe this, and, I, and I, this is just my opinion, and I can't prove it. But if that game had just been played and there had been no delay, it would have been more like forty nine to ten. Yeah,
1: fifty six to ten. It might
0: have been even more than that. State State was really humming when that when they went to the
1: uh, the locker room. I just think people and we all get caught in this sometimes. You know when things mm-hmm. you know, the State got sloppy there down the street. Yeah, they one hundred percent just did. I think people got the State gets up thirty five to three, and people think State's about to beat this team by seventy. Mm-hmm. And in reality, you know you're. You're making this team out to be, you know, NCAA football 2014, where you're playing the the computer and these guys are robots and have no feelings or Mm -hmm. emotions. But there's an effect with the crowd. I just talked about Auburn earlier. Auburn was up 28 to three on Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. Everybody leaves the stadium to think it's a blowout. Mm -hmm. State starts to kind of get a little bit of momentum, and that's how sports work. Yeah, the teams all over the country, great teams, get a big lead and coast. I think that's what happened with state. And that, you know, coupled with the fact that you know, you had that hot start, you come back out, there's like 20,000 people in the stands. It was raining some, you know, you're these kids are human and the game was in hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that
0: that's, that, that's the the issue. Is it, and people are going to say like, well, what if that had been LSU and been a close
1: game? It's a, if it's a close game, it's a different story. And, and I I I can't stand that <clears throat> that's, that, that that comparison. Mm-hmm. If we're playing an SEC team tonight, like, we're getting stomped. That, it's not didn't. the same They're thing. are playing They're in playing SEC team. Yeah. You approach games differently. As much as you say you want to approach every game the same, you don't. It happens all the time. So you know, I I just I think. A better judgment of this team is what we saw in the first half. Mm-hmm. The de- I heard people talking about how you know the defense was looked awful. It was two possessions that you, they looked bad. You saw Mississippi State
0: at its best or at its true form at thirty-five to three. Yeah, at that after that moment, they definitely let off the gas. I mean, I'm, the other I'm thing not to gonna... point out is this: they let off the gas, they give up a couple touchdowns, and now Memphis feels like there's a whiff of we can get back into the game if we get a stop. What does State do? When they and get score. the ball, they drive
1: right down the field and score again, yep. and they put it away. And Memphis tried to get that late touchdown to make it look better. State went right back down the field and scored. Uh, that that had a little of leech One, oh, you're going to call
0: timeout? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to keep throwing the football.
1: Yeah, and the, I would too. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you if get, you're leaving your your, pound flesh. and if you're leaving Seth Hen again in the game and all the starters mm-hmm. against the third team defense, yeah. then we'll leave some more guys the in there too. So. But yeah, I mean. I'm, not gonna, I'm also not going to forget, you know, talking about the defense, I'm not going to forget the first seven possessions of the game. Exactly. They go up 40 yards and one first down. And we're going to talk about, you know, the defense looks doesn't look good and all this. No. Mm. No. 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 And, and the two touchdowns, one of the touchdowns, the big play, Asias furge was out there. Right. Second team cornerback. Yeah. Then the third team, or second team, I guess as a unit, was out there in that last possession. Right. So, I mean, it's just not a, it's yeah. not an it's accurate not a, it's detail not, not that we issue. saw. There's no
0: issue. Number two. Robbie and I have been trying to tell you this. And Joel and I heard to tell you this before. Scrimmages don't mean very much. What was real Will Rogers completion percentage in the two mm. scrimmages you saw? Maybe 42%? It's probably close to 50. I mean, maybe it had to be under 50 because the first yeah. one... And I think the second one he was uh, he was under fifty too. And, and go then, look
1: at his go look at his yeah. uh, scrimmages scrimmage stats from yeah. last year. Last Same night,
0: he, last night seventy eight percent. Yeah, let's let's stop. Let's, you you got to stop living and
1: dying with scrimmages. And look, I, I'm a guy that makes a living based off subscriptions and page views. Yeah. We want you to read about. Them. <laughs> I, we want I you realize, to, to us talk. I realize like how important that is to fans to kind of see that. But I even said that whenever we put those scrimmage stats up, guys, please. Please take this with a grain of salt. Yeah. And we start seeing things like, well, you know, I'm really worried about this completion percentage from Will Rogers. I I don't think he's had a game I know he hasn't had a game in the last two years where he's thrown below sixty percent. Right. And last night he threw seventy eight percent. Seventy eight. That is an incredible amount of accuracy. And he's now proven this over the course of over 25 games or whatever he's played in. Mm-hmm. He's done this every time. This is who Will Rogers is. He's going to be a 75% plus per- percentage passer. Mm-hmm. So, please, next year when we do this, the scrimmage stats, just remember it's a scrimmage. Yeah. And it's yeah. not at all indicative of what you're going to see.
0: That is correct.
1: All right. That's correct.
0: That is correct. Uh... The
1: Spanish Armada. <laughs>
0: Number three, 34 rushes probably isn't right. It felt, it, it, and honestly, it felt like a little too many, if you can believe that or not. I think that's more of just being up in the game and it raining a little bit. I, I don't think State's, go, I mean, State's going to run the ball more, but I don't think 34 is the number. I think it'll be between 20 and 25 most
1: nights. Well, 34 is one of the highest rush might, totals they've had. Might, might, be the highest. might be the highest. I think it just, it's kind of like predicated on what they see. It is,
0: it is. Because we and, saw that last year. And, and you games. and I both know they could have rushed more because they, they tried all those passes inside the five. Yeah. I think five or six passes inside the five. And where Robbie Falk had his old man cap on big time for that one. Run the dang ball! Well,
1: they would get them like the the four-yard four line inside yeah. the four, and they would throw it like well, two or three times suck. in a row. <laughs> And then they would give the ball to Jaquavius Marks, and he would fall it's in the, the end zone. It's the
0: opposite of what used to happen. It used to be run, run, pass. Now it's yes. pass, pass, run.
1: But I think, I mean, if I'm inside the five, yeah. I'm just going to run it three times. Yeah. Dylan Johnson or Jaquavius Marks – Who, By the way, I don't know how many times he, Jaquavius Marks has run the ball inside the five, mm-hmm. but he gets touchdowns. he's scored pretty much every time. He gets touchdowns. So, uh, you know, I just, I just, I, if they're inside the five – just run it until they I think, stop it like this
0: week and in lsu it won't be this many rushes but it'll be more no.
1: it'll be a more a bigger number than you but used here's to. another thing like if you're expecting mississippi state to come out there when they run the ball in against memphis or whoever and rush for you know 150 200 yards and average 8 yards a rush that is not going to happen if if state is getting <clears throat> consistently 4 to 5 yards when they run the ball that's perfect. That's just perfect. If State's rushing, if their running backs are you know, 25 carries over 100 yards, averaging four yards a rush, I'm taking that. Because that's going to open up the passing game. You don't have to have this offense be a, um, a major threat running the football, but just be able to move the chains a little bit. Four or five yards is good enough.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It's, it's just about
0: being able to run and being willing to run. That's the key. Just showing them the run enough is how you get a situation where Caleb Duckings one-on-one and you can throw him a fade pa- a fly pattern into the end zone and he's wide open for the touchdown Yeah, because you're willing to run the football. Number four, thing that is true, absolutely true, by the way, Will Rogers is getting 5,000 yards. In a game where Mississippi State was in complete control and ran the ball more than it's ever run against anybody under Mike Leach, he threw for 450 yards. Yeah, so he gets to play on pace. Guy, he's on pace for five thousand four hundred and fifty yards. He's going
1: to get five <clears> thousand. We'll see. I mean, I'll, I mean, if he he, still, if, he 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 had a big game like this against Memphis last year. He did, and he. I mean, um, I I don't know. I, mean, I go back and forth on that. I mean, I, I feel like I'm. I just feel I'm like kinda, he's more
0: in control of the offense, and he has. Yeah, this this next next thing that is true ties into this. Well,
1: it. I I feel like I'm leaning towards that direction a little more now because. We're starting to see these receivers kind of come together these guys most of these guys have not gotten a ton of playing time or mm-hmm. production mm-hmm. in their career here, so it's hard to really project, but mm-hmm. I think we're starting to see like at the talent and the depth that they have that they shouldn't have any problem supplementing all those yards mm-hmm. they lost with macapole right so number five kinds of ties in this I thought the
0: stat of the night was. That Rodgers averaged eleven point eight yards per completion.
1: Mm-hmm. You a lot not, of, and these weren't. I mean, there were some yards after catch, but there were some passes down the field. There were some passes, a down lot the, of passes.
0: So down. last year, if if Rodgers had averaged eleven point eight yards per completion for the season, he would have thrown for fifty nine hundred yards.
1: God, well I, that Memphis game. Didn't he have like... He had 67 attempts. Didn't he have like 9 yards a catch or he, 8 he yards? He had 50
0: catches for and like fifteen yards. like yeah. so 8 yards a catch. 11, so 11 less completions. At, he averaged like 4 more yards per completion. That's massive. Yeah. That's absolutely massive. <clears throat> now, I don't know that's going to be the case all year, but staying above double digits is key for, for, for Mississippi State. They need to be 10 to 11 yards per, per completion. If they're going to do that, they're going to have big
1: numbers. And he was not happy post-game. Good? Yeah, he was not happy at all. Yeah, that's what you want to say. Because see. there was a lot of plays that – He left know, something on the field. He did.
0: and The, I one, feel the like, one that stands out to me is Jaden Wally beating double coverage and wide open, and he just floats the ball out there. He can't get it yeah. to
1: him. And, uh, it would have like
0: a 60, 70-yard There was down. a
1: crossing pattern to uh, Jameer Calvin. Yeah. If he hits him in stride, yeah, he's, he's Calvin ends up making a ridiculous catch.
0: Yeah, but if you, you pointed that out in the press box that if he hit him in
1: stride, it's probably a fifty-yard gain. And he understands that. And listen, I, you know, we put a microscope on this kid on precision. He's no different than any other quarterback, though. Everybody yeah, gets but, the microscope when you are quarterback. But I think he, I think his is a little more mm-hmm. because he's in an offense that is all about execution. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't hit the ball at the at the right point. Mm-hmm. You're you're yeah. giving up yards, you're giving up I think, touchdowns.
0: I think another reason that people stay on him about being precise and being precision is he doesn't have the big arm. Yeah. If he the guy that you could just trust to unload and throw a sixty yard bomb into the end zone every now and then, mm-hmm. you would you'd be like you would take less completion percentage from him. But because he has to be a guy who Complete seventy five percent of his passes. You, you you have that microscope on it.
1: I agree, but also I you know I say this all the time, but I just don't think that we give him the credit mm-hmm. like the seventy eight percent. You're right. You're right. The, that's you know, a huge number. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. Whenever I see these scrimmages and I see Braden Locke and I see Sawyer Robertson who aren't quite there yet, they're not. You know, we talk about that precision. Will is very precise. If he was perfect last night, he would have hit a couple of those other passes. He was very, very close. He was very, very close to being almost perfect. That's how good that Will Rogers is at running this offense. And I I think that that that's something that you don't really appreciate right now uh, until you see somebody else run it that isn't able to be as precise as Will Rogers is. But Mm. I thought last night that – Bad play on the interception. I'm not sure what happened there. I'm putting that on Calvin. I think I, Calvin It felt like a route. There's no like way route you can issue. convince
0: me that Rodgers just pitched the ball to the other team just like that. The way yeah. he throws. There's no way.
1: That that was a screw-up. The, the, the lateral was just a bad play call. Yeah. That, I didn't like that play that, call. I agree with that, yeah. Uh, but that wasn't a good play. And then, you know, just a couple plays here and there. But yeah. otherwise... Fantastic! I mean, game. You're really having a nitpick. He only had nine incompletions. Yeah, you gotta, I mean you gotta Mike really Leach. Stro- you got to really work. Mike Leach, who we who we say all the time, doesn't give away compliments. Yeah, came out and said he thought that was the best game he's played as yeah. far as seeing the field. I agree. And Will said he disagreed with that.
0: Oh. Number six, couple of, yeah, just, two two little nitpicky things for me. I, I mentioned this to you last night. Not enough rotation defensively for me, especially in the front six, especially yeah, at linebacker. Mm-hmm. I thought. I mean, it felt like Johnson, Wheat, and Watson were on the play, field for every play. I know Deshaun Page got a few snaps here and there, and I know missing John Lewis is, is a part of that. But it's almost. It, it looked at, to me at times. I was looking at. It, I was like, Did they need to go after a linebacker in the portal prior to the season? What is going on here? I, you got some depth there. I felt that was part of the reason they gave. They got a little sloppy and gave up some points there. This guys just just run out of gas. That said. They played really well. Jet Johnson, especially, I thought, had a really good game last night.
1: Yeah, I agree. No, I I thought the same thing. I mean, you look out on the field, and it wasn't until the third quarter that I felt like I was really seeing different faces. Mm -hmm. You know, I I didn't see Demonte Russell much, Mm -hmm. defensive end, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Nathan Nathan Pickering and Randy Charlton were out there yeah, Ty Cooper, a lot. not a
0: whole lot of him.
1: Javon Banks played a good bit in the middle, mm-hmm. if I remember he correct. I don't tackles. remember seeing Ty Cooper out there much. Yeah, late. <clears throat> I mean, they got some depth there. Mm-hmm. And this is a game to kind of get some guys out there. And maybe Arnett just doesn't feel like some of those guys are ready and he just wants to trust in those other guys. But in order to compete in this league – they're going to have to have a, a little bit of a rotation. They're going to have to get some guys in there to to keep your defense fresh because, I mean, it's not going to be Memphis every week. Agreed. All right,
0: number uh, seven. Well, I guess it's another year of just not kicking the ball into the end zone. <laughs> I, can't, I don't know how I'm going to deal with that, but State gave up a couple of returns out past the 25 last night. It's just not worth the, the risk. It just really isn't. Just put it through the end zone. If you don't have somebody that can do that, you, you went out and you found all these guys. You, you got four different guys who can kick brought in, and you got to tell one of them, just boot it through the end zone every single time. If it's strategy, if it's we're doing this because we feel like more often than not we can get them inside the 25, it's not worth the risk of the one time they break a long return.
1: Well, here's the thing. If you if you do hit them, it's going to be around the 20. Right. So, so, maybe are, you're are you minus, willing to mi-
0: minus four, minus five every time. Are you willing then,
1: to take the like twenty five percent chance or whatever that they take it to the house just yeah. based on well, five it, yards? All
0: it takes is let's say yeah, let's say you kick off six times in a game, right? And f- six of five of them, you get them in, You get them at the twenty one. So you've saved, but four uh, six times four is twenty four. You save twenty four yards in field position. If they take one return to the fifty,
1: they 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 have a as a positive net difference.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it. Just kick not, kick it out of the end
1: zone. And that's a, like what you said. Is there somebody that can do it? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure there is, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> that's kind of the biggest thing. Like, and gotta do it. The, one of the, one of the things that we saw, I believe, Brandon Ruiz was handling kickoff duties mm-hmm. at one point. I mean. He or whoever it was just booted down out in the end zone every, every time. time. Just, do, just it. do it. Just
0: do that. It's just not worth it. I am a little sad we didn't get a field goal attempt last night.
1: Yeah. Massimo had one uh scary extra point. Yeah, but, but other than that, it's fine. But yeah, I would've I would have liked to have done the bit. All right.
0: Number eight. From a in stadium fan experience, kinda and obviously I'm not having the same experience as the fans. I don't deal with concessions or restrooms or anything like that, but just in terms of what I'm seeing, you know, in the jumbotron and things like that, it felt different in a good way. So I'm going to credit Red Hobart until somebody proves me that it's not Red Hobart. So congrats, yeah. Red! Great job. Really appreciate. it. I thought <laughs> Red has I become like the most were, popular guy uh, on campus. Yeah, you know, the, the new setup with the jumbotron. I had trouble picturing what you were saying on the show the other day about how it's it's. You know, the way they... But that, that's a much better setup mm-hmm. to have everything on one side and then the big screen is, is all action right there. The, the facelift on painting the... uh the M Club Building, huge. I mean, it looks now the stadium
1: sort of looks more uniform.
0: Yeah, I thought the end zones being painted obviously that's a great thing. They got to
1: brighten that up a little bit. But yeah, I'm not sure what I, I'd like to hear from the turf crew what happened with that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what I don't know what happened. Yeah, it, I mean they, the, the letters were gray, something? and I,
0: I guess I don't know what happened there. But they'll, they'll get it fixed. They got three weeks. They'll get it fixed. But I thought the pre I thought the end game music was a lot better. Uh, the the ads did not feel as intrusive. Um, during the, uh, the rain delay, the, the, the music was fantastic. Thanks for playing Purple Rain. I appreciate that.
1: It kept the fans hype. They kept
0: the fans going. I thought, it was, I thought, and then, you know, and I guess this sort of ties in. This is number nine. Maybe the negativity that we all dealt with off season. maybe it was just online. You know, one thing I always say is that 24-7, as big a, web, as big a website as it is, is really not that indicative of the MSU fan base. No. Like the average MSU fan base, like when it comes to recruiting, especially, just look, they look at the paper on signing day and they're like, okay, those are the new guys. And so I mean, all the people who are just like, ah, I got no excitement, there are 55,000 yep. at the game. And, and, you know, credit MSU, they did a great job of marketing this particular game with what the promotions and the balconies and all that. But it felt exciting on campus, you know? Felt like an weekend. And again, weekend. The, going back to number eight. The stuff they're doing in the junction with the band and all that setup. I mean you bring in the dog walk back to the junction, huge. It makes it
1: feel like it's really game day again. Well, there's just so many traditions that are returning. I yeah. mean, it just feels like we feel like we're all the way back was. from
0: COVID. And I think
1: COVID was really the big issue. Yeah. Um, and that's been an issue for two years. So. I mean, that carried over to twenty twenty one last year. I was talking to somebody yesterday just about how it finally felt like how it used to be. Yeah, you know, The band came marching in. Yes. it ha- They haven't been able to do this stuff for two exactly. years. Exactly. And then,
0: you know, regardless of what happens down in Baton Rouge, as long as State doesn't get blown out by LSU, which I don't think they will, when they play Texas A and M on the first, and they're three and one at worst, they they sh- this should Hopefully. be a, yeah, it should be a really <laughs> good crowd. Yes. for that game and should feel like SEC football again. So
1: I mean, that might be—I uh, forget what's on that day. That might be at least like a SEC Nation day. There's a lot of good games
0: that they have. Alabama, Arkansas. You're going to have Ole Miss, Kentucky, and both those teams could be undefeated. Um, you have some Georgia. I think it's got somebody that day. That's not bad. But state state Texas A&M is a big game that day. Yeah, so we'll see.
1: I and I'll say one more thing about the atmosphere. Like mm-hmm. when it's like days like yesterday. Mm-hmm. State has one of the more underrated. It was great SEC game days out. There. Everybody was into into it. They, you, the, the crowd was hyped, and the I mean the happens. Junction was was was, was slammed. Yeah. Uh, I love that new tailgate deal that they're doing. Yeah. for the, the free tailgate for whoever doesn't have a tailgate. Mm-hmm. Because how many times have you come to a game? He's like, I don't have any you any don't th- have anywhere to go. Yeah. they have a place where you can go you listen can go. to live music, get food, yeah. hang out yeah. with some people. Yeah. Great idea, and the setup was really cool. You can see it on my Twitter. I posted a video of it yesterday. Mm-hmm. setup's really cool. Yeah. But the the whole day yesterday, outside of the lightning delay, mm-hmm. was just fantastic. And yeah. we'll see if State can, can keep it going. But, you know, if State gets through this these first three games, mm-hmm. somehow 3-0, mm-hmm. I mean, you can talk be, about some buzz. Let me rolling. We'll yeah. see what happens. All right.
0: Let's move on into the final part of the show that's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. I had a fantastic steak uh, Friday night at one of our local Starkville restaurants. you got to pay for that kind of, uh, you know, advertising, guys. So. Uh, but that said, I hope you guys are, have enjoyed a, a weekend of cooking out in the junction or cooking out at home, and I hope beef was on the grill for you. This next couple of weekends when you're, you're staying at home watching the Bulldogs, grab some beef. And if you're traveling, well, grab some beef anyway. Wherever you go, whatever you do, when you have time, when it's dinner time, it's time for beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Boy, was it busy at Two Brothers, huh? Was it buzzing there? I, as much as we predicted, no doubt it's always going to be that way on a game weekend, and it should be because that's why Two Brothers is one of the best places to hang out in Starville. The food's fantastic. The atmosphere is great. The people are super. It's everything you want. It's a great experience. Enjoy some smoked southern soul food. At Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service. Every business promises it. Advantage Business Systems will deliver it. And they've got the receipt to show you the truth. 47 years of being of their doors being open and them helping businesses just like yours. When you want to be treated like a neighbor and not a number, you call Advantage Business Systems. Their number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do Business. Well, enough about things that are true and enough about telling the folk. Let's talk about something important. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down.
1: Coffee's for closers
0: only. All right, Coffee is for Closers is brought to you by our friends over at Strange Brew Coffee House. Start your day the right way. The trip to the drive thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be kind of weird, Bra- Robbie,
1: if Brupolo was in Brandon, Broomden. Actually, the way that town's starting to bustle yeah. a little bit, that well, might be a good idea for the Number one
0: team in the state, the Brandon Bulldogs, Mississippi State. My
1: sister and her family just moved over there. Quarterback, Will ago. Rogers is a Brandon native. You know, That's you right. Know. Well, Brandon's a bulldog town too.
0: It is. It is, it is very much in more
1: ways than one. The brand of Bulldogs. Yes, I get it. Okay.
0: Wherever you are in our fine state, if you want Strange Brew Coffee, all you got to do is go and order it online at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. They'll ship it right to you and you can enjoy it every single morning. Got to kind of, you know, again, when you win like state did, you got to nitpick. And I'm not even going to go on the field here. I'm going, you know, Rhett, you did really good 99%, but this 1%. This fourth quarter song thing, got to figure that out. All right, the transition was not good. Like, first off, starting with "Friends in Low Places." All right, a I know there's been a lot of debate about hey, that's for baseball. "Friends in Low Places" is for baseball. That is a baseball kind of a slow country song like that that starts off slow anyway. Has got to be no, it does. It did not work. The whole thing did not work for me. And then the sweet dreams thing. If if you
1: want to do that, that's fine. That needs start with it. Yeah, start with it. I I think that. I've I've been on the sweet dreams train I can live for a with while, it, but you got to go start I think with it. there's a lot of promise with that one.
0: And then to, to play "Don't Stop Believing" with like six minutes, just it, it was just a, a little bit of a cluster. So that's my only nitpick from the I whole. I love weekend. "Journey" with a passion,
1: but it, love "Journey" loves see, I, Perry's one of the greatest singers. Of I all don't time.
0: mind "Don't Stop Believing" if it starts fourth quarter
1: well, if it's done correctly. I'm just I'm just kind of He was kind of over, kind of over. I hear you. Don't stop believing, but I I I just feel like the fourth quarter when they hit the uh, sweet dreams, yeah. It got it got a little rowdy. A little crunk. I just, you know, I, I have this vision mm-hmm. for when when State gets those LED lights, they're gonna get those I'm gonna I'm gonna wish those into existence. We're gonna make it happen. Rhett, are you listening? Rhett. I just have I just have a vision of the lights turning maroon. Yeah. The whole stadium is lit up maroon. Yeah. And you just start that bass starts hitting yeah. on Sweet Dreams, cowbells are hitting with it, you got a light show. Yeah. It would be it would be lit, as the kids say. As the kids How say. How do you do, fellow kids? Yes. So that's our. That's my uh,
0: Mississippi State. No coffee. You I, figure that out.
1: Everybody deserves a coffee after last night, Brian. Well, here's the thing. The game they, ended at like 12:30. They, they did enough
0: to get coffee, but maybe maybe no cookie with the coffee at Mississippi State.
1: If this was Rhett's doing mm-hmm. the the music, mm-hmm. I'm I'm willing to cancel that out right, because right. of
0: everything else. I really have to nitpick to find something in the SEC. Everybody in the SEC has won. Yep. Nobody lost. Now we have, we're recording before LSU plays, but but so I'm going to go with Surely whoever they're going to win. Whoever puts together the flags at Ole Miss, you you know, get no coffee. <laughs> how do you put the state flag upside down? Are we in distress here? I mean, I know things are kind of bad down in Jackson, <laughs> but everywhere else it's okay, right? Well, hey, how, do, how do you pick the flag up and somebody doesn't say hey wait. That's not right.
1: I mean, are they okay there?
0: I I don't know. Ole Miss has had a lot of flag issues in the past. I get it. Got to figure that out. Come on, Rebels. Number three. You know uh, people there. I do. The national one, we had some options. (laughs) We had some options. I I couldn't do it to App State or or to East Carolina. Group of five teams that really had a great chance to win. UTSA was another one. Of course, they're playing another group of five team, but, but Houston's a little different level. They'll be in the Big 12 soon. And we had a good suggestion from one of our listeners in the postgame show, uh, Edwin Kennard. He wanted to vote for Iowa, which would have been the first oh. team ever to have won the game but gotten no coffee. But at the end of the day, I couldn't get away from Oregon getting absolutely smashed by Georgia. Which you and I both predicted, but I don't know about that. Like I did that. not predict it to be like that. I should have, though. Because we and you and I, of all people, we know what Bo Nix is. Yes. And we know what he is not. And he is not a quarterback that's going to lead a team, an under an overwhelmed team, to a win over Georgia, who, in all honesty, should still be the number one team in the nation.
1: I just thought, you know, the or- you know, Oregon, they love their jerseys, they love to yeah. get cute. You're going up against smash mouse of all smash mouths yeah. in Georgia. And I just knew they were gonna get punched Georgia in the looks
0: mouth like I- a... a, a a box full of rattlesnakes, man. They don't, they don't want anything to do with them. <laughs> they're going to be tough Oregon, for him, man. Forty-nine to three. Uh, you're ranked. You're ranked eleventh. What about
1: the uh, What about the East Carolina kicker? He doesn't get any uh, coffee either.
0: I, I feel so bad for him. I'm going to let him have some coffee.
1: Uh, and you, you know, know who doesn't deserve coffee?
0: And there his team won is Gene Chiswick. Oh my god. Forty points in one quarter. Yeah, that was he, like he, incredible. He's getting, getting
1: Pellinied. Oh, big time. Um, you know who else doesn't deserve coffee? Tell me. You. Why. Because you don't like banana pudding. That, 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 oh, I don't like coffee. Well, what, you don't get a Coke. Now, now you've gone too far. <laughs> I don't like banana pudding. That's just ridiculous. I don't like bananas. I know. I, you've mentioned that. But th- this whole take that you have is un-American.
0: Un-American? I mean, they, they Un-American. Eat, but
1: outside of the South,
0: they don't eat banana pudding. Well, now, do know, they matter? I love the South, and I love our Do food, they matter? Somebody asked us, well, does he like fried chicken? I mean, look at me. I mean, I like fried chicken.
1: I like fried chicken. <laughs> I like corn.
0: <laughs> anyway, i I I to be continued. All right, uh, tomorrow's show we'll uh, catch up with Mike Leach. See what he has to say after his is, is he doing a press conference tomorrow? It is Labor yes. Day. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk uh, talk to Mike Leach. We don't um, get
1: Mondays off. Yeah. No. We we because I, pe- people say that we don't have a real jobs. Yeah, well, so I will be laboring, really laboring on Labor
0: Day. We have sports talk Mississippi live three hours. Um, we'll have that. We'll do our week two picks. Where even after one week, we had no differences on that one. I don't know if we'll have any uh, this week or not. with uh, the look. I
1: didn't even really I, check. I mean, I you could you could have said that I was the that da- we were off. Like you won, you had <laughs> what, two more. What wins. game
0: did I pick against? Oh, you you took uh, you took Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I would know that <laughs> you, t- you, you took Troy and Miami of Ohio. I don't know what you oh, were thinking. Shoot. Uh, yeah, so we're we're, uh, we're good to go there. Uh, plus anything else that pops up, you know, SEC should do players of the week and stuff like that.
1: I've, Rogers might have a shot at SEC player of the week. I hope so, man. That, at some point you got to get this guy. I, I don't
0: know what Bryce Young did off the top of my head. He had five touchdowns out. too. Well, then it's probably Bryce Young. No, but no, you, you know who it is. It's gonna be Stetson Bennett. And he had two touchdowns rushing. On no, top of he? what he did in
1: the air. Because so. it was against Oregon. Yeah. yeah. It was It'll a be top 25. But, like, still, but regardless, we'll, we'll talk about I just, that. I hope, I hope Will Rogers at some point gets his due. Yeah, he will. He definitely
0: will on Thunder and Lightning. That's for sure. All right, guys. Have a great uh, Sunday and Monday. Back with you on Tuesday. Enjoy your Labor Day as well. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. I think I'm I know I'm sexy. I've got the look. Cool. While I've got the mood that really move, I, move I said, yeah, up and down that spine. I'm just a sexy boy.
1: I'm not your boy toy. I'm just a sexy boy.